Hi everyone, it's me again, your girl Portia. I am so excited to be back. Um, I have gotten great feedback from the Flee from Idolatry, so I'm so happy to hear that it's been a blessing to you all. I'm telling you, when you have experienced that freedom of putting God first, listen, it's, it's an unexplainable joy, okay? And the revelation and the movement and the miracle signs and wonders that come from it, I mean, you cannot... It's just no words. So today's topic. Ooh, are y'all ready? Submission, submission in marriage. <laughs> I'm laughing because, you know, submission, it, it can be such a trigger word for some people because they think the worst of it. Uh, they think it, it it involves just basically just being bound up, bound in slavery and chains and shackles. They just make it so, they make the words seem like it's evil. It's not evil. In fact, it's godly. In fact, it's protection in it. In fact, it's in the word. In fact, it's under the law of God. So yes. But I did want to talk about submission in marriage because that is a battle, um, especially in, um, you know, modern times, you know, with everything that's going on, you know, in media, in movies, you know, they portray just this strong and independent woman, um, you know, who's taking care of business. You know, the women are, are, you know, may often be portrayed as, you know, the headstrong woman and the father's just in the background, you know, not, you know, not doing much. Um, the, the husband, I mean, so, you know, they try to portray these things. They have the songs talking about independent, you know, that used to be an entire bot for most of us. But the truth of the, the matter is, is that it is, um, a demonic agenda to try to minimize, uh, to try to minimize submission and to try to make it seem like it's weak. And do you know that there's strength in, sub- in submission? Well, let's get into it. Uh, first of all, let's get into what exactly submission is. It's basically you're being under the authority. So yes, it is exactly that definition. If you thought submission means that somebody has authority over you, yes, you are correct. That is exactly what it means. But you have to understand, as if you are a wife, that is what you signed up for. If you are a fiancé, that is what you are signing up for. If you are a girlfriend, that is what you are that is what you are looking forward to. And if you are a girlfriend, you should not be submitting to no to, to no boyfriend. You hear me? <laughs> this is for wives submitting to husbands. I want to be very clear about that. There's submission in different types, but right now we want to really get into the meat of submission and marriage, all right? So as a girlfriend, yes, please listen to this word. Please get into it. Pray over it for your marriage, but no, I'm not talking about, (laughs) I'm not talking about submission in boyfriend and girlfriend courtships. No, we're talking about marriage. So let's get into it. So, um, one of the things that I did, you know, that came to me in the, in my spirit, glory to God was that, you know, people can argue 
about these different type of marriage podcasts that, okay, well, that doesn't pertain to me or that doesn't pertain to me or that's not my story, you know, but I want to be very clear that even in the Bible, I think not even I think I know the Apostle Paul, you know, when he gave certain um, rules on marriage, he made it very known that marriage is a mystery. So that means that, yes, every marriage is different, but there is a blueprint that we must all go by. And that's what's in the word. There is a blueprint Jesus provided for us in the Bible that we must abide by. So there's a blueprint, right? And from that blueprint, you can go up and your marriage will be everything God has tailor made it to be. So, yes, every marriage is different, but the blueprint remains the same. And one of the one of the key things in the blueprint, we which we talked about, you know, last week is I putting God first. That's the blueprint. You can't you can't take you can't leave that out the way. You can't remove that from your marriage. You have to put God first. That is where the protection is. That is where um, you see movement. That is where my your skin gets glowy and dewy because you're so rested in God that you're not being moved by nonsense because you know your father is working for you. Um, and another blueprint today is submission. This is a blueprint. You cannot, this is not something that you can say, well, that doesn't work for my marriage. No, if it's not, if it doesn't pertain to your marriage, then something is wrong. There is no way that you can say that you are not submitted to your husband and things are just completely perfect in your life. That is a lie. And I implore you to allow this word to really penetrate and remove any pride, any pride. Oh, Portia, did you say the P word? I think I did. Well, that's another topic for another day. But allow it to really remove that pride so that you can really get into this word. Okay? So, yes, submission. When you are married, the only way to to, to be submitted, before you can even be submitted, right? You have to your husband, you have to be submitted to Christ first. And did you know by honoring your husband, you are honoring Christ? So you cannot be one of those. (laughs) I'm laughing because it's the truth. And I laugh because not out of um, arrogance, but out of somebody who experienced this and who was looked at submission like um, that was just a a word for other people, but not for I, you know, so I understand. But um, before you get in submission, you put God first. And then there's a there's a very important key. And once again, I will put these verses because when I speak, I, I have Bible references to know this is the truth. I'm not speaking just out of, I'm not speaking out of flesh. This is the truth, right? So it's Luke um, chapter nine, verse 23. And this is all out of the New King James Version. And so it says, then he said to them all, if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. Oh, so when you're in a marriage You have to crucify your flesh. You have to meaning and deny yourself and take up your cross daily. You have to deny yourself. That is the only way you can truly be submitted in a relation in a marriage. You have to deny yourself. And what does it mean by denying yourself? You're denying your emotions. 
your understanding because it's easy to get wrapped up in your emotions, especially as a woman. Listen, it's easy to get angry, to get upset, to get hurt, to get sad. And when those emotions start overtaking you, you're no longer denying yourself. And then you miss the entire, you miss exactly what's going on, the entire situation and through the lens of what God really wanted you to see it in. And so now you're so wrapped up in yourself and how you feel. God said in order to, if you desire God, you have to deny yourself. And that is is a main principle in marriage. In order for it to work, you have to deny yourself because see once you deny yourself it is easier to be submissive and to be submitted into your husband in marriage and so I just want to make that very clear you have to deny yourself it is important it is very important um and submission what it um what exactly what are examples of submission what examples of submission? And, you know, before I get into the examples of submission, I do want to read um, certain verses. OK, so before we even get into the example, I want to read what the word says, what God is saying. So Ephesians chapter five, verses 22. It says, wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. And it goes on in chapter 23, where it says for the husband is the head of the wife. As also Christ is the head of the church and he is the savior of the body. Mm. <laughs> okay, I laugh because that's exactly what submitted submission is. So you can't, you know, the, the nowadays they try to water down submission. They try to make submission as if it's like, okay, you can do all of this, but just in this area to be submitted. No, you have to be submitted to your husband's. Like the church, which is the body, believers are submitted to Christ in everything that you do. Because your husband, the husband is the head just as Christ is the head of the church. And he is the savior of your body. So what is, what is that saying? When you are married, for, for my wives out there, hey, where you at? <laughs> you know, <laughs> As a wife, you are to be submitted to your husband just as the body of Christ is submitted to the Lord. And I'm going to read one more chapter, one more um, verse in first Peter chapter three, verse one. Wives, likewise, be submissive to your own husbands that even if some do not obey the word, they without a word may be won by the conduct of their wives. Y'all, as I was reading, I almost jumped up. Do you know what that means? That even if your husband (laughs) is not submitted to Christ, even if you feel like you're spiritually stronger than him, even if you feel like you're like naturally, you know, book smarter than him, my goodness, even if you have more common sense than that man, that means you still must be submitted to him. So there's no other way. There's no well only if when you are married submission, that is the law of God. And when there is a law of God, there is protection in it. And we're going to get into that. But those are two. And I will put you. You better know that I'm going to put those two um, verses in this um, 
in the description because I want you all to get into that and pray and meditate on them words. You hear me after this, but I want you to understand this is a serious topic. So as we flow throughout the conversation, you may notice that my tone may change because it's the seriousness of God in this because a lot of women are not submitted and there is disorder in the household and see when there is disorder in the household it blocks God from being able to really bless you and move in your house like God wants to do for you because you are you are being disobedient to the law which is the word of God because that is our law the word and so submission like i said you have to be submitted to your own husbands even if they're not doing what they're, they're not they're not strong in that area they're not doing what they're supposed to do so i want to delve and dive into that before you keep listening because i have some secret gems i have some stories i have some some gems some keys and how we're going to navigate through this thing called submission because we're going to all get it honey because guess what the enemy won't have any playing grounds at the for anybody that is at listening to the sound of my voice that is desperately seeking god in their marriage because some their husbands are not doing right or because they are believing god or because they're trying to figure out why things are not moving oh you better believe there's going to be some miracle signs and wonders today okay let's go so as we read as we moved in about Ephesians in Ephesians where you know they spoke about being submissive to your husbands as to the Lord and also in first Peter 3 verse 1 where it talked about even if they do not obey Let's give examples of what submission means, okay? Submission means, submission means that, let's give an example. Let me think. Holy Spirit, bring me an example. Yes, here's one example. Say, for instance, you want to move to Arizona, right? Let's say you want to move to Arizona. Let's say you felt in your spirit so strongly you want to move to Arizona. And it's in your spirit that you that you know that God is calling you and your family to Arizona. And you bring it to your husband out of excitement and joy. And he says, we're not moving to Arizona. We're not going anywhere. We're going to stay in um, New York. Okay. And let's say there's just nothing in New York for you. What does a woman who's not submitted do in that in that situation? This is where disorder comes in, right? You can either A, argue with your husband. You don't know what you're talking about. And this is the reason why you need to be in prayer. And this is the reason why you need to get God. And this is what I'm talking about, right? You can be crying out, calling your girlfriends. And that's another topic for another day. Check me on that, Okay. He, I don't know what's wrong with Tom. He doesn't listen. You know, we're supposed to be going. Things are not going right in New York. And I know God is calling me. He is just ridiculous. He don't have sense. I'm sick of this man. He don't, this doesn't make any sense. That's not, that's, uh, this is all uh, examples of what it means to not, this is all submission examples, right? So this is what people do who are not submitted, right? In this particular example, right? Um, what's another one? This is a strong way. <laughs> All right, Tom, I don't know what you got going on, but what I'm doing, I'm packing up my stuff. I'm packing up the kids' stuff. And because I love you, Tom, I'm going to pack up your stuff. And guess what? I just booked our tickets and we're heading on to Arizona. And guess what, honey? I just applied to a job and it just got approved. So we're headed out there. And so you move your family to Arizona. 
after your husband said, I know I don't want to go there. We're going to New York. We're staying in New York. So even though you may have had dreams, you may have received prophecies, you may have literally seen, have had open visions, you may have gotten calls, you may have gotten maybe even callbacks from for for certain um uh, certain business lucrative ideas, you may have gotten million dollar deals in deals in Arizona, but your husband said no, we are staying in New York, and in New York, let's just say he just got laid off, the bills is piling up, y'all are. In debt, but all the money is in Arizona. You see why I mean you see why it's so important to deny yourself? Because it's easy to do one of those three things. One of those three things, and I'm sure there's a whole plethora of other things you can do that will put you out of order, right? And put you in direct rebellion because that's what it is. Um, when you're not obeying the word, you know that's rebellion. And so this is which this that's that's the incorrect way. So now here's where submissive submission comes into play, right? What you do is when you speak to Tom and you're and this is just an example. If somebody got a husband named Tom, you know, God bless him, okay? If you speak to Tom and you say Tom The God has been, you know, God has been speaking to me. I feel so strong in my spirit or whatever it is. I've been having these deals, these business deals about Arizona. And I really feel like we need to move to Arizona. And Tom goes, yeah, we're not moving. I love New York too much. We're not moving to Arizona. Right? Ooh, girl. (laughs) I said, girl, like I'm talking to my girlfriend. But y'all are my girlfriends, right? I love y'all for real in real life. This is where you get, this is where it gets meaty. This is what you do. Ooh, I'm going to give you something good. Because you deny yourself. So now you don't think about you. You don't even think about, you're not even thinking about um, time. It's not even about time no more, right? You're now seeing it because now you're, you've denied your emotions. You've given your emotions to God. You have already, because we've already got delivered in the name of Jesus, we've already put God first. So time can't upset us in that area. He may have, time may have just irritated you. With the nonsense, but he didn't put get you to that place where you can't even really function because you're so full of anger and rage. Oh no. <laughs> this is what you do. This is what you do. You do what you go into your prayer closet because now you understand it's not about you and it's not about time. It's about the enemy trying to hinder your family's movement. See, when you when you deny yourself and you put God first and you were in true obedience and submission to your husband, it don't matter what he got to say. See, that's just all yap, 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 because you, you serve a living God who before or else you are God's daughter. So you understand that you can go in the spirit and you can pray to God and you start binding up and loosening and you start, you go in that spirit and you start thanking God. God, I thank you for the move that, for the Arizona. I thank you for what you're doing. You start and then you repent for anything that you may have done, any ill feelings towards your husband, anything. You start thanking God for your husband, right? Oh, I got something. This one, this one hurt. This one hurt for people who are not used to submission. But then you got to speak life over your husband. And then you start and then you start going to God and you start submitting your supplications. God, I know you're putting this on me for a reason. 
I bind any demon of hindrance that will try to block any movement of prosperity because you understand it is not time. It is the enemy trying to mess with time. It might be in a spirit of laziness or stagnation, right? Or discord, just wanting him to just disagree with you. So you in this praying, you praying to your father, I rebuke any demon of discord that would try to operate in my household to make this move unattainable. Because see what happens is, and then you get out there praying, you, you start rejoicing because you know God is going to do something. See, submission also lines up with trusting that God is actually going to move for you. You got to trust that. You got to trust that God is just not going to have you dealing in a marriage where the man just going out is just out here doing whatever and able to just do whatever in a negative way and you just got to deal with it. No, when you serve a living God and you're submitted to your husband and you're praying, you got to know God is moving mountains for you. You have to trust that, but you do have to get into that posture of submission to believe that. So when Tom said no, you're like, okay, you hit him with the, all right. It doesn't make you meek. It doesn't make you weak. Excuse me. Meekness is strength. I meant it doesn't make you weak with a W. It doesn't make you weak to do this. It makes you strong. But you're like, okay. He don't, he don't even have to know that you go, you in your prayer closet praying to your father, the one who has his heart in his hands. Your husband's heart in his hands. The one that can change things in an instant. Okay? The one who can change things in an instant. The one who can move things for you. He don't even know that. Okay. And then guess what? (laughs) Guess what happens? I bet you y'all going to Arizona. See, now what happens? There's protection and obedience. See, now Tom said no. All of a sudden... (laughs) all of a sudden he can't get not one single job he didn't got laid off in new york he can't get one job in new york all of a sudden things in the house is breaking down but for some reason you and if you have children you and your children are covered for some reason things are breaking down the things that he likes is breaking down say for instance you're you love to use the oven he only uses the microwave the microwave then broke down but you still using the oven Say, for instance, he loves he's a vegetable eater and you may not be as much as a vegetable eater. The fruit keeps getting rot. Say, for instance, um, everything, you know, money's getting dried up. But yet and still, you know, your parents, they call in to be like, hey, can we take the, the, the kids on vacation? So he don't even have to spend money for the kids are still enjoying themselves. See, there's protection because God, the truth is God wanted, wants you to move to Arizona, but the enemy is trying to use time to block it. But when you were in direct obedience by being submissive, by saying, okay, fine, you're now, listen, because you did what God told you to do, right? You presented the you presented it to your husband and said, "Hey, about Arizona, he rejected you out of whatever because you have to understand, yes, I'm speaking about roles of a wives, roles of wives, but you better believe there is roles of husbands that have far more responsibility. So you have to understand that they're not just going to get off easy, especially when the woman is in direct obedience and in order. So then all of a sudden, he's just, you know, things are just going weary. All of a sudden, um, he's, he's, he's heading, he's on his way to, um, leaving for, leave, on his way home from another job interview where they denied him. And, um, um, and he's listening to a radio and then he keeps hearing, um, 
he's listening to a radio and he keeps hearing a story of, of, of Arizona. All of a sudden, he's having dreams about Arizona. All of a sudden, he forgot you even mentioned Arizona. And then he comes to you and is like, "Hun, I think we should move to Arizona. You have to understand. And then you're like, okay, let's go. When do you want to go? Well, hun, whenever, you know, do you mind setting everything up? Well, do you want to move tomorrow? You know what? Let's just move tomorrow. I'm telling you, that's how God works. And I'm not speaking this out of just mere example. I have my own testimony. See, there was a time when I was moved, me and my husband we were moving, right? And in the process of moving and finding a place. Now, I heard God tell me this was the particular place that we were supposed to move. This is testimony, y'all. And I said, this is where I want to. And I said, I said, hey, hun, I was in prayer. And, I, and this is what I heard. Mm-mm. Well, that didn't sit well with him. He wasn't feeling it. And so I didn't say anything else. You know, I said, okay, well, let God's perfect will be done. You know, I'm going to hit you. you know, I don't really, me, what that means is, <laughs> we don't care how you feel, but let God's perfect will be done. I didn't say all of that. I'm just saying, I said, well, let God's perfect will be done. What he didn't know was I was in my prayer closet. See, women, we have to understand the power. See, remember, in 1 Peter 3, 1, it said, that even if some do not obey the word without a word, may be won by the conduct of their wives. There is power in a praying wife. Come on, somebody. There is power in a praying wife. So what he didn't know is that I was praying. And so what he didn't know is all of a sudden, next thing you know, I'm getting hit. He's telling me about dreams and how God is showing him how this place is going to work for us. And this place is going to work for him and work for me. And I'm like, oh, really? That's amazing. Great. And you better believe we got that place in the name of Jesus. See, that is how God moves for us. Well, we are in obedience God moves swiftly, but you have in order to be you in order to be submissive, you have to deny yourself because see it can be it could be easy in that moment for me to be mad at him, right? And say, "Which you why are you going against me? Why are you trying to do this? Why are you and I can see and then especially let's say you're keen and you can see where the issue is. Let's say the issue is he really just is one of those people, unfortunately, who want to argue with you, just want to go against you. That can hurt you. But when you put God first and you deny yourself daily, it can't even have that power. It don't even have the power to because now you're going directly to your father, your first husband, every, your provider. I mean, we talked about all who God is, right? And now you're, ask, you're speaking directly to God about it. And don't think things may come up. Your husband may come like, you know, to try to, you know, it may, triggers may happen. I'm not denying this. I'm not saying that. And in, in, in the story of Tim and the uh, Tom and the wife, that Tom may not have t taunted her a little bit about it. I don't know why. You know, it could have been. I don't know why you would even think about Arizona. Why would you? What are you talking about? You are feeling things. You act weird. What is wrong with you? You're being weird. You acting so religious. You're, you know, these things can happen, and then that can really make you mad, and that can get you out of order. But that's why you have to deny yourself because you understand it's not. That's not Tom speaking, right? That's the enemy trying to taunt you to make you be in rebellion so that your prayers will be hindered. And so we're we not we have 
have authority over the enemy. So we're not even going to give the enemy that light. But so we're going to just stay calm and we're good. And that's why meekness is strength. So when you see a quiet woman with a man, don't automatically assume that she's a doormat, that she's being rolled upon, that she's being pushed down. Understand she's probably in her prayer closet. Understand she's communing with God. Understand she has a powerful prayer circle. Understand God is moving mountains. And understand now her husband is what they call in the Proverbs 31 husband, that he is blessed and that he is an honorable man because of what she's doing. And so people may say, well, what about the husbands? But right now, this is only episode, you know, two, you know, two or three, if you can, you consider my intro. So it's about, we'd have to do our own checking because see, these are not, these are not conditional um, laws. It doesn't say be submissive to your husbands unless he's acting up. No, it's be submission, period. Right? It doesn't matter what he's doing. You have to believe and have the trust that God is going to move mountains for you. That God loves you. And we're going to get into that in another day. But submission is important. And it's really important that as we, because there's a lot of women, there's a lot of wives who they have a lot of, they feel consistently let down, disappointment, enraged. They feel beat down. And they're trying to figure out why. And because there is disorder in the household, you must be submissive. And you have to understand being submissive, even if your husband is acting up, you got to trust that God loves you so much. He says you are priced far beyond rubies. You are his favor. You are favor. You are worthy woman. You are a beautiful woman. You have to believe that. And you have, so as you walk this journey with your father in heaven, you have to understand that God does not put these rules on for us to make us suffer. God did it for a reason. See, God made men and women. He made us in his image. So you have to understand there are certain things that men carry that women do not. And so for any feminists out there, if this is pricking you or aggravating you, let it and, and go to God about it and let God confirm what's the truth for you because there was protection there are certain hits that when that when you are under the, when y'all when the house is in order that the man can take far more than you can so that is why there is reasons God is just not God is a strategical God so he does things on purpose for the man to be the head and you better understand. I want to be very clear about something. Don't think that I'm just getting down on women and that men are not being held responsible. God is dealing with them mightily. And you better understand when you are praying prayers and God is going to send people. And this is specifically for those whose men are really not in order and not stepping up in the areas of husbands and fathers and, and you know, and even um, praying men, you have to understand that God is going to move for you. See, sometimes God does things because he wants 
number one, you know, not even number one, but in no particular order, he wants it so that you will go to him first. He wants it so that your relationship is so established with you're so hidden and wrapped up in God that nobody can break you. And that or make you because you understand it was God who did it, that you're so powerful in the realms of the spirit that you're it was a, a powerful woman of God. She said that your whispers will move your husband. I, when she said it, it touched my soul. Let me tell you, there is power in submission. And as I discussed um, feminism, feminists, I have to address this because it's real. Society wants makes wants to harden a woman. They want to make women feel, especially black women, um, minorities, but black women in particular. They want to make a, They want to embrace and highlight and magnify or even romanticize a harsh woman when God never created us to be in that way. I am not talking about what God made you. I'm talking about when you, you know, this applies to you where, where you feel like, listen, when, it, when this word convicts you, where you feel like, man, I feel, I know I was wrong for that. I know I've been going off for my husband. I know I've been taking charge in this household. Uh, you have to understand. I don't care if he has it. It is not your role to take charge. Well, you can say, well, Portia, if he's not doing it, who's going to do it? That's where you put your father first and you pray to God and trust and listen to what God's instructions are. And you better know, see, when you put it in your own might, that's where it gets, that's where it gets, that's where it gets messed up. That's where disobedience comes up. And that's where you, it's hard to be submissive. And I say this out of love because this is something that I have done. There were situations where I was moved. I, w- I was trying to do everything. I was trying to be everything because I felt that I could do it because I felt that he couldn't. Now, what kind of person am I? Now, now I'm a, I'm a woman of God, blessed and highly favored. You better know it. But I'm saying at that point, what, that's, that's pride. That's, that's masculinity. We are women. There is power in a woman. Jesus' friends, his closest friends when he walked this earth were women. The faith of a woman of a woman is untouchable, unmatchable. When Jesus spoke, he spoke to when he went, even the story of Elizabeth and Zechariah who had birthed John the Baptist. It was Elizabeth who believed our faith is unmatched. God made us to be the favor. See, Adam was lonely. He needed a help meet. He was lonely. Women are meant to be that. We are meant to help, to build up. See, when a man that findeth a wife findeth a good thing, we have to understand who we are. As a woman, who, in the very essence of what we are, what God created us to be, we are powerful. I'm not saying you have to be all dainty, dainty like, but I'm saying you better, you better make sure that you're in alignment with the will of God. And the first two steps are listed on this podcast. You put God first and you are submissive in your marriage. Now, what does submission mean? That means that you go to your husband and when he says stuff, you don't argue with him. 
Would you argue with God? That's a bold question because God said you have to submit to your husband just as Christ does to the church. Are you arguing with God? You sub, you you don't argue, you pray. So that's submission. You don't fight, you pray. You don't war, you pray. You don't put it in your take it and try to do it in your own might, you pray. That is submission. That is the word of God. That is the power of a wife. You pray. And you better know God is going to move for you. So if you're believing God right now for a, um, a breakthrough, let's say a job. Let's say a job. You're believing God for a job. You believe in God for more money. And let's say because see, let's say you you're you're seeing and I and I do want to get into this. I'm not sure if I'm gonna dive into a, the, the a woman so much. This might be for another episode because it's so meaty. But let's say you're believing God for a job or income, extra income in for your family, right? And let's say you've gotten a a whole powerful Holy Ghost filled word that shows how to make money, and your husband isn't with it. What he's not for it. He's not, he doesn't agree with it. You pray. You're asking God, God, if this is what you want me to be, if this is what you want me to do, or if this is what you want us to do, God, I pray that you will change, you change my husband's heart from, um, stone and give him the heart of flesh let him receive me lord so that this household can be blessed see women are powerful creatures we are designed to help elevate the household and so that what the enemy does he hates marriage because he understands that when a man and woman operate together in the order of which god placed them to they are unstoppable and they are going to be powerful in the kingdom and the, 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 the manifestations of the blessed manifestations and blessings that will hit their household and their children and their bloodlines is unshakable and it is not minimal. It is vast and maximum. So that is the reason why the enemy fights a marriage so hard. So when we, but as I zoom in on the woman, how he fights the woman is that he tries to make, he makes the woman hard disrespectful to her husband, dishonorable to her husband, right? Even curse her husband, really. Imagine you're supposed to be speaking life to your husband. That's a whole, you know, I like to say that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother day. But imagine instead you're cursing him. You know, you ain't good for nothing. You get on my nerve. You are so disappointment. You disgust me. You weak piece of nothing you worthless nothing you know you you oh you done pissed me off oh i can't stand you you might even throw the h word out on him, the hate word out on him because he pissed you off so bad and it doesn't mean that <laughs> it doesn't mean that those arguments are real it doesn't mean that what he did wasn't wrong but i gotta get i gotta tell y'all something y'all so what you have to want for you have to want it for yourself. 
I'm, I encourage you all to tune in next week as well because this is a powerful, I'm serious, this, this is going to move mountains in your marriage. A lot of y'all are in a, a marriage where there is such a disconnect in your marriage that it even flows into your sex lives. It even flows into how you have a conversation. You can't even have a conversation with your husband because it just ends up in arguments or disappointment. So you have to run to friends. You have to run to other people. And you better believe what that that's not that if that is the enemy all in the middle of y'all marriage preventing y'all from coming together as one. So you have to understand these are key steps. These are not the only steps, but these are key steps in your marriage. And I pray my prayer for you all and I will be praying for you before this is over. But my prayer for you all is that you get into this word and that you take this before your father. You got to you want to be so desperate that you want things to change. A lot of y'all are in stuck in situations where you feel like you should have been out of. You may be in a in a home or in a place that you have far outgrown in a neighborhood where you no longer feel safe. You may your husband may be making a minimal amount of money where you know he has the talents to make more. Your husband may be in excess y'all may be in debt deep debt and I'm not talking about no $5,000 $20,000 50000 I'm talking about $500,000 debt $555,000 debt you may be in a situation where he is literally we spoke about addiction before but you may be in a situation where he is literally addicted whether it's to gambling whether it's to money whether it's to women you may be in a situation where he's consistently embarrassing you when it comes to other women whether it's a physical um cheating or even if it's emotional you may be in a situation where you are now starting to look at other men who you who have deemed better than your husband you have to understand that there is no protection in that and the reason why you were in that one of the reasons why is that there is a lack of submission and disorder in your household so you have to we so when I speak and I say these verses it is not to to run away from, but it's to embrace and to trust that God loves you so much that he gave you the blueprint to say, this is what you have to do. Even if he does not obey the word, you have to know he may be won by the conduct of his wife. Because you have to understand when you are being submissive to your husband, right? And I, when you're being submissive to your husband, you have to understand that God is going to bless you. You're not just going to be in that thing struggling. God is going to bless you. And so he's seeing you getting blessed. He's starting to see you looking good. You out here whistling. You, you singing, praising. He may, he may have said something. You're weird and you're, you laughed it off. You may have said, "Hun, let's go on a date. And I don't feel like going. All right, love. And you may be like, do you want something to eat? And he looking at you funny because normally that would have made you cry. Honey, you going, I'm telling you when you, you, you going to be blessed all of a sudden you go, if you do, if you're a worker, you get to work and they, 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 and they named you employee of the month and they celebrate you at work. 
<laughs> they celebrate you at work. They decide that he didn't take you in a day. They decide they wanted to do a, a, a mandatory. How about that? A mandatory work trip to Hawaii. He's seeing blessings fall upon you, your hair growing, your skin glowing, your body is snatched. Your oh, I mean your fit with it. And you know, and when I mean fit, I mean the way God intended you because the ain't nothing wrong with a curve at all. You hear me? But what I'm saying is you out here looking great. You you know, these are things you have to understand God is going to bless you so he can be won by that. But you got to be so wrapped up in God. Number one, putting him first. And then you got to make sure that you're denying yourself and taking up your cross so that you can see things and you can operate and really seek after God, because that's the only way. Right. You have to deny your emotions. Right. How you feel. And there's strength in that. It is very that that's strength. It's easy to, you know, succumb to emotions and get upset and sad and depressed. It's it's very hard to put those feelings aside, even when the person who was very much supposed to be the person you're submitted to is the one that the enemy is using against you. That is real life, but it does not change that You still have to be submitted. Now, I want to put a strong message out here. Before you were his husband, before you were their mother, before you were their daughter, you are God's daughter first. You understand me? You are God's daughter first. So what that means, what that means, you are God's daughter first. So you have to understand that we, when we submit to our husband, that does not mean we negate the word of God. See, there was a situation when a woman and a husband both got killed by Peter because they were doing nonsense. You are not doing anything morally wrong. But when you have a strong prayer life, you know your husband can't even try you in that area. The demon is bound. What that means is that it can't even move to try to make you do something immorally wrong. So what that means is, is that if your husband is telling you, babe, I want you to smoke some weed with me. And you know for a fact that is not of God. That is not what you're supposed to be doing. Then you that what <laughs> I'm not going to speak. I don't want to be careful with my words. My words are powerful here. But I'm saying what that means is that when babe, he says, babe, I want you to smoke some weed. That don't mean your submissive means I'm going to smoke weed. No, you 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 put God is first. See, I, I said you have to be submitted to God. We There's certain things we, we this is our temple, right? But that says that means you're saying, no, hon, I'm sorry. I'm OK. Well, you're not. I want you to do it. See. No, babe, I'm not going to do it. I'll see you later, okay? I'm going to go upstairs, all right? There's honor in that. That's honor. That is submission, okay? I'm not saying you have to be a doormat. I'm saying, and I'm, and I'm not telling you to submit to no demon because that's, that's the demonic spirit talking right there, right? I'm saying that you say, no, thank you. You go to God and you start breaking off, and you start praying to God for breaking off addictions off of him and any evil spirit that would try to get him to lure you to do wrong. And you better believe God is going to move supernaturally fast because God is not pleased with that. So I want to be clear about that. When you are submitting to your husband, you're submitting to God first. So you do not you make sure that you're not doing something immorally wrong, right? That if he's trying to make you participate in a threesome, which you do not want to do, that you don't sit here and do it out of submission. That is not submission. That is 
pure ignorance and folly and fo- that which is foolishness. No, you're saying you 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 do have a voice and you're saying no, I am not doing that. And you are going to pray to God about that and ask God to heal any lustful spirit because it's not going to anger you, but it will, even though it may trouble you, it's not going to anger you. So this is a such a long topic. So we uh, t- please tune in next week, guys. It is really good. Um it is really good. Please tune in next week. Um, I'm telling you, it is going to bless you. I pray that these, um, I pray that these are all blessing you, really. And so I just want to pray over everyone who is listening. Um, Heavenly Father, God, I just thank you for bringing us together. I pray, God, that this word that you, this word stretches out and blesses everyone you call for it to bless. God, as everyone at the sound of my voice, I pray that if they are struggling in any area of their life and their marriage. God, I ask for divine supernatural healing. I pray for every woman on this phone who are trying to be submissive, but their husband is their husband are out as, as in pure disobedience. God, I ask you to di- go intercede in that marriage, God. I ask you to weigh in the balance of that marriage, God. I ask you to heal that husband from all childhood traumas, past issues, God. Anger, rage, lust, and rebellion in the name of Jesus, God. We bind and rebuke every demonic spirit that will try to be a hindrance in their marriage. Every demonic spirit on assignment to kill the woman spiritually and naturally. We command it to be released from this family now. We release the power of the blood of Jesus over this family, over these households, God, that no weapons from the guests shall prosper, God, and that every curse that is landed on this family, let it be turned into a blessing. And we seal us with the blood of Jesus in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Well, guys, I thank you all. I love you. If this has been a blessing, please share it and keep listening. I love y'all in real life. Bye.